Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast, where we help one another find, keep, and share our confidence in Christ. I'm your host, Ainsley B. It's an honor to bring you some inspiring conversations with amazing guests. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to kindly ask if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect on Instagram, so find me at Ainsley B. Okay, I can't wait anymore. Let's get to know our guest. Okay, before we meet our guest, I have to tell you about the app that has helped me get into the Word every single day. Dwell is a Bible app that I have just totally fallen in love with. It has built the most beautiful listening and reading experience for the scriptures, and I highly recommend it. I personally listen to Dwell first thing in the morning when I sit down at my desk and do some prayer journaling, and I can set a reminder on the app so it pops up and it's easy for me to open and hop right into my listening plan. I also love that they have scripture playlists like the ones based on mood so you can find something from the Lord no matter how you're feeling. Join Dwell for three weeks this June and rediscover, or maybe discover for the first time, the joy of memorizing scripture. With how busy and on the go we all are in the summer, this is a super simple way to take scripture with you wherever you go. I'm telling you, you need to try it and join us for this challenge in June. You're going to love it. Go to dwellapp.io forward slash wildconfidence to get 10% off of a yearly subscription or 33% off of Dwell for Life and visit dwellapp.io forward slash memorize for all the details about the memorization challenge in June. Hey friends, welcome back to Wild Confidence Podcast. I'm so excited to have my Insta friend, TikTok friend, online friend. We're just friends now. Um, One day it'll be real life friends. I can't wait. I can't wait for that day, honestly. <laughs> Joe Johnson is with us. She is a content creator, photographer, incredible photographer, and entrepreneur located in Northwest Arkansas. Joe, how are you today? I'm good. I'm doing great. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. I mean, it's about time. I was had the honor to be on your podcast, Middle Ground Podcast. Yes. How's that going? It's great. Um, really, really good. We just started season two, starting 2021, and it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed the podcast, but this is actually my first time being on a podcast that's not my own, so I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. No way. Yes, first time. This this is the debut of your podcast guest ing. My guest debut. Oh my gosh, what an honor. We are we are honored to have you. <laughs> I'd rather do it with, so I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Okay, so I know that you have your hand in about 20 million different projects and all of them curated perfectly, so it seems, and done beautifully. So tell us like all the things that you're doing, all the places that you are, because... I just, everyone needs to know how superhero you are. Well, I would start with saying curated perfectly definitely is just how it seems. Um, <laughs> it's not how it is. Uh, I'm definitely all over the place. Um, so I have been a wedding photographer full-time the last four years, set the goal a few years ago to leave the wedding industry um, by the end of year 2020, which oddly enough worked out perfectly with the global pandemic and everything going on in the world. Um, and so I started to transition out and moved into creating content on TikTok. 
and um, gained some traction over there with my husband. And so that's been a lot of fun. And then I started a podcast with my friend Caroline, who has been shooting weddings with me for years. Um, we just have a lot of passion for instilling uh, in women the confidence and the purpose to live a like really fulfilled and happy life. And so we have that podcast going that started last July uh, of 2020. It was kind of a quarantine project, which has turned into so much more. Um, and then I also have started teaching. So I do workshops for photographers um, and creatives all about business to help them with their marketing of themselves, pricing themselves, et cetera, how to deal with clients, um, how to make sure that their business is legal and operating smoothly. And that's another facet that I really love. So I'm just kind of all over the place, juggling a lot of different things. And um, it's good. I, I'm enjoying all of it a lot. <laughs> you you do so many incredible things. And um, I'm thinking like how fun you're, you bring a lot of like the different aspects of your life into it, which is really cool. Like you're not, you don't seem like just a business. You seem like, I mean, a full brand and person behind, like you really portray the person behind the brand, which I think is a unique gift. I think you do that really well. Do you, do you know that you do that? Are there secrets to doing that? This is really just a question for my own sake, not for (laughs) anyone else's. There are no secrets. So anything you have a question about, ask, because I, there are no secrets. Um, that does not mean that I am not doing something that I'm not aware of, though. Yeah. I, think I do a lot of what I do without thinking. Like, we have a lot of big personal life things going on right now. Um, I'm pregnant, and we're going to be having our first baby this summer. And yes. we just bought a house and are renovating. And it's really fun for me to involve our online audience, who I call our internet friends, in on everything. Um, And I think being genuine and sharing, not that you have to share everything, but sharing parts of who you are with that audience makes it feel more like a relationship and more like a community and less like a business interaction. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just so important if you're wanting to be online or really be any kind of entrepreneur or small business owner this day and age. I think that we're going to really move away in the coming years from the corporate feel where you don't know your, you know, client's name or your customer's name. And so I think that's what opportunity we have is to be people behind businesses, you know? Yeah, for sure. And that, but that takes guts. Like that takes a level of confidence to open up your life to your internet friends even. Because with internet friends seems to come internet enemies. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. If, you, if you'd call them that, trolls, yeah. critics, whatever. So how did you how did you find your confidence in, to be able to do that? Or did you always have it? What, how has that been? I've not always had it. <laughs> Anybody that's born with and has always had that confidence, man, I envy that. I don't meet many people like that. Um, you know – high school was hard, not because of anybody else's doing, but I made it really hard on myself because I worked really hard to be somebody I thought everybody would like instead of being somebody that I like. Mm, Enneagram three. Yes, very much so. (laughs) Um, And the thing that I saw in other people, I would try to 
imitate their behaviors because I'm like, oh, people love this person. So I'm going to be more like that. And along that way, I lost myself so much. And I had this like realization in maybe late college. It was, it was a long time. It was a lot of years like that. And Mm -hmm. late college, I finally had this realization. Oh, people like fulfilled people. People like Mm. confident people. People Mm. like happy people. And the ways to be fulfilled, confident, and happy or is to figure out who you are and what sets your soul on fire and makes you feel passionate and ready to jump out of bed every morning. And so I got really fixated on what is that for me and how do I facilitate that to where I'm happy and fulfilled so that I can help other people figure this out. And I I found that that's really what I was passionate about. I loved people and I loved um, getting to help people connect those dots that took me so long to connect. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. I'm, I was, I'm just thinking about you talking about your high school experience and what that looked like. And I'm thinking back on mine and how I remember being like happy-go-lucky generally. Like I was pretty confident, pretty happy in general. And mm-hmm. then seeing seeing other people question that in themselves made made me start to question it in myself. Yeah. So it's like it can even work in reverse. Like it's just so high school is such an influential time in, in things that become cemented that you have yeah. to undo in your, you know, late teens and 20s. It's just interesting how that well, all works. And- we're trying to watch and learn from one another and none of us know what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is and we don't listen to our parents or our mentors right. or our guardians or anybody that has anything remotely figured out, you know, mm-hmm. we're like, mm-hmm. no, there's no way, you know what you're talking about. Susie over here with the great hair on the cheerleading squad. She is who I'm going to listen to. <laughs> yeah. And Even Susie's though, like, uh, has no clue. Yes, exactly. Like, what the heck? Oh my gosh, that's funny. But now you, it is, it 100%. And one of those tools that you and I talk about all the time is um, the Enneagram that has helped me personally grow out of that and like understand myself and who, you know, how I'm wired. You got into the Enneagram a long time ago, right? Yes. So my mom's best friend actually studied with the woman, I can't think of her name, that wrote The Road Back to You. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ian Morgan and Susan Stabile. Yes. Um, so she studied with um, both of them, I think, at some point about the Enneagram, got her certification. So when I was in high school, so 10 years ago, she was talking wow. to us about this Enneagram and this, and nobody knew what it was at that point. And right. we found out my, my dad's a one and my mom's a nine. And, you know, I was on the young end to say what I was. Cause it's a really, you know, it's up in the air, how young you should decide and yeah. state what people are. But um, as I hit college, she's like, Oh, you're definitely a three. And she was like, you read through, you see if you relate to it. And I did. And, it's been an incredible tool for me because it really has helped me not so much. It has helped me understand myself, but more than anything, it's helped me understand how I perceive others Mm. because for so long, I just thought everybody else saw the world the same, which looking back, is kind of a silly thought process. But I think that 
so many people forget that their perspective is unique to only them. Yeah. And we want to have other people feel the same way we do. And sometimes that's not realistic. And that's the beauty of it all is that we don't all see it the same. And you can find confidence and happiness in not seeing it the same and accepting that we're seeing it from different perspectives. Like that's been really beneficial to me. So that's what I've really used the Enneagram for because like my husband's a nine and Mm -hmm. the way he processes things, I'm like, that makes no sense. (laughs) Like that just, that is not probable. You should not be doing that. But I can take a step back and go, okay, from his shoes and, you know, the way that he sees the world, it does make sense. And you need to take a chill pill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, that's that's what it helped me do as well because my husband's a three, like like you are. And it was like – like I guess in in the beginning of our relationship before I knew about the Enneagram, I was like, why – are, why are you making these decisions? Like, I don't understand where your logic is coming from. Or <laughs> Like, why is this the motivator behind the decision? And the Enneagram literally was like a roadmap, which I, I mean, obviously I'm obsessed with it because I'm certified to coach it, but I appreciated that you knew so much about it whenever we started being internet friends. I was like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. We can talk about this all day. That's so fun. Yeah, um, I love it. I, I I wish more people would get into it. My mom right now is taking her first time, like, really diving into it and reading <gasps> about it. And so she keeps calling me each morning. I was on the phone with her this morning. She's like, today I'm learning about how I can't use my Enneagram as an excuse, which I've known about it for 10 years. And I've just told you, well, I'm a nine. That's how I am. She's like, that's not how I'm supposed to use it. (laughs) I'm supposed to say I'm a nine. And so I'm going to work on that because I perceive it this way and I'm going to work toward bettering myself. Stop. (laughs) Yeah. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Yes. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I always tell people that it's not meant to be a sword or a shield, which the certification that I got, they teach us that. But you, it's not something to hide behind or cut anyone else down with. No, it's just so, more knowledge. Yeah, it's a, a, a tool. And for me, that tool helps me stay confident because I'm, I feel like I'm growing and learning. Do you, do you think that's a tool? And do you have any other tools that help you stay confident? I think the biggest thing I have learned, and I'm going to talk about my mom a lot, I guess. Um, My mom has MS. Um, She's in a wheelchair, um, mostly bed bound. Like she can't get out of bed herself or anything. Um, Mm -hmm. Granted, we have a lot of wonderful family and friends who help her be very active. and, uh, And that has taught me the tool of being grateful And I think that's the biggest way that I maintain my confidence. I don't focus on being valued based on my accomplishments or I try not to, that's something I have to work toward because once again, three, um, I work toward not feeling valuable because I think I look pretty that day or Mm. those kinds of things. I try to really focus on feeling confident because I am grateful for what privileges I do have, if that makes any sense. And the yeah, reason definitely. I bring up my mom is, you know, I've learned getting out of bed every morning and being able to make my bed. That's a privilege that I didn't appreciate 
my whole life. And I think a lot of people, you know, you just don't think about it. And that's not wrong for people to not think about it. But if you can switch your perspective and start thinking about all those things you have to be grateful for, all of a sudden the rest of it doesn't seem that important. Yeah. And I think that's been the biggest tool for me is on days where I wake up and I'm like, oh, I look terrible today. I'm like, but you know what? I got out of bed Mm -hmm. and my hands work so I can wash my face and brush my teeth all by myself. And I, you know, and then as you focus on those things and you see all these abilities you have and who you are, all of a sudden how you look doesn't matter as much or how much you got done today on your to-do list doesn't matter as much because you're valuable because of just being here. You're valuable because of the new perspective you bring to the world, regardless of how much on that to-do list you crushed or how you appear or mistakes that you made. Yeah, that's good. So whenever you're thinking about this gratitude and what you're grateful for to be able to, you know, appreciate every day and every moment, do you like write, do you have like a gratitude journal? Do you write things down or is it more just like a mental check-in? I think for me, it's just the way that I think anymore. Mm. Um, I don't know that I have to actively, it's just kind of my mindset at this point. Um, Constantly repeating those things to me, especially it's not that I don't have bad days and I don't have hard days. I think we all have days where we're a little less confident than others. Um, And that's been a big challenge this year, just with the change in the online audience, if that makes any sense. All of a sudden you have a lot more eyes on you and yeah, a lot more negative words and it makes you go oh wait should I not feel this way and I think being able to mentally check in and repeat those things to myself and remind myself that other people just don't have the same perspective and that's okay Ooh, that'll yes say it louder for the people in the back I know (laughs) that's hard though it's hard like when people are just coming at you online like it's like why do we take it so personally? Like we don't know them. They don't get to speak into our lives, but it feels like we have to defend ourselves. Well, I think the hardest thing for me is whenever they touch on things that I am already sensitive about. Right. Because when people, I get insults from all over the, (laughs) all kinds of things. Um, Yeah. And you know, people insult how I look a lot. People like the, the one thing on the internet that I constantly get just, just wrecked on is people hate my smile what um i i know it's funny they hate it it makes people so angry (laughs) that is Um, crazy to me funny it's because i always look like i'm laughing and they think that it's fake well i had um a big overbite when i was a kid and i had braces and um you know headgear and like all that stuff for eight years Mm-hmm. And so that's how I learned how to smile just by relaxing my jaw. And so it always looks like I'm laughing. It's not an intentional thing. No <laughs> and, way. Um, people get so mad. They're like, stop being fake. Smile like normal. And that, I, I bring that up as an example because that is something that has never bothered me. Because I hear that and all I'm like, they don't know you. They don't understand your life. They don't have perspective. And anybody that's saying they don't like somebody based on such a small thing about someone's appearance probably doesn't deserve the time or the 
uh, grief that it's going to make you feel. So just don't Mm. let it filter in. Yeah. The things that I do find get under my skin are whenever people make comments pertaining to my character or how they perceive my character and who I am as a person. Um, that's been a lot harder to deal with, but it's the same thing. Same rules apply. It's just sometimes harder to let it filter out because you want to defend yourself and you want to say, no, I'm nice or no, I'm great. No, I'm, but it's not so much about that. So that's been a really hard lesson. Hey, have you noticed that we talk about the Enneagram quite a bit around here? I'm actually a certified Enneagram coach through your Enneagram coach, and I have the perfect place for you to discover your type and learn more about it on my website at ainsleybritton.com forward slash Enneagram. Check it out. And let's get back to our guest. I do online mentoring and I uh, recently walked a girl through like not letting people speak into her life unless they have rela- relational equity. Yeah. Like unless they have invested in your life and g- helped you grow as a person, they don't they don't get permission. Right. They don't get a say. They don't get right. anything. So right. that's just what um you know, hearing you talk about the mean people online makes me think about that and how they don't have relational equity. They they don't right. they don't know you. Well, why would you value somebody's opinion whose opinion you wouldn't value? Right. <laughs> and I know that sounds really silly, but somebody came to you and messaged you and were like, I think you should eat a piece of chocolate cake right now. And you wouldn't <laughs> consider going to eat a piece of chocolate cake because that person told you. Why are you considering right. the negative comment they brought to your life? Yeah. Because it's not any more relevant. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. When it's negative, we let it be more relevant and it doesn't need to be. Yeah, absolutely. So whenever you're like, I don't know, having a bad day and you start to let things get to you, whether that's strangers or whether that's just life, you know, um, what does it look like to pull yourself out of that low place for you Get off the internet. Mm. The number one thing is get off of the internet and don't use it as a tool to escape because I think, I think social media and the internet is so cool, but I think when we're sad, we tend to dive into a TikTok feed or an Instagram feed and scrolling and, or Pinterest or any of those things. And I think screen time is so, um, it's not beneficial whenever you're feeling bad. I think read a book, go on a walk connect with nature, connect with, you know, anything in your five senses that isn't a screen. Yeah. For me, that like, that's the most beneficial thing for me because I, I don't feel any more energized after I've spent two hours scrolling on TikTok. It was numbing maybe like I wasn't mm. thinking about the bad stuff, but I don't feel better. Yeah. Whereas if I read a book or I, get outside I I find myself feeling lighter Mm. I like that things I try to focus on I like that you said that it was numbing but it wasn't better like I think that that's important to distinguish I agree and not everybody can you know I agree some, some people equate the numbing with the better and it's different yes I completely agree and and 
I, I, I think that's an easy place that a lot of us get lost perspective wise. We find activities that numb us, mm-hmm. not that better us. And it's easy. Right. Because those numbing activities are usually very easy. Yeah. Um, the lowest hanging fruit. Yes, exactly. And I, mm-hmm. I completely understand why people go for them. Sometimes I do. And yeah. I'm like, wow, that didn't make me feel any better. Um, now yeah. that I'm off of that, I still feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasted two hours doing, um, but I, I never want to be the person that I bring my head up and I go, oh shoot, it's been a year. And that's what, that's been my coping mechanism for a year now. And mm. you know, all I've been is numb for a year, not actually feeling better. And I, I think it's easy to do that. Yeah, I agree. And so, being aware of what that is for you. Cause I think that numbing activity is different for everybody, but if you can be aware of what it is in order to avoid it, whenever you're not feeling as great, your life will completely change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paying attention to how you're feeling, what your body's saying after you do something, even yeah. whether it's just making a meal or scrolling or going outside, like that can be super beneficial and, and, you can use that as a tool to help keep a confidence that uh, you can carry every single day, really. Yes, 100%. So I'm, I'm thinking about high school, Joe, mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or early 20s, I don't know. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering like, if you could give her one piece of advice, what would you say? I cried about her this week. Um, really I did I I hit that big goal on Instagram on Sunday and on Monday morning I woke up and a bunch and I'm pregnant so I cry at everything because I can feel myself (laughs) I could cry about it right now I woke up on Monday and um to my doorbell ringing and at 8 a.m on my door were flowers from a friend who lives in Arizona and then I went out for lunch and I got home and there were more flowers on my front porch from a friend, my best friend who lives in Missouri. And then my friend, Cindy, I've been craving limes during my pregnancy, had sent me <sighs> flowers and a whole basket of limes to celebrate this big um, accomplishment that I've been working toward this year. Yeah. And I looked in the mirror after bringing those flowers in and it wasn't so much about the flowers. I mean, the flowers were so sweet. But I was crying because I was thinking about me in high school and in my early 20s and how alone I felt and how isolated I felt. And I wish that I could tell her that she was the one making her feel that way. And she was surrounded by so many beautiful people who loved her so much. She just had to let those people in and let them love her. Yeah. And they can only love her if she loves her. Right. And, and obviously like, I didn't know all of those friends at that time. And I would have never predicted that they would grow and change in the way they have. But when you can learn to love yourself for who you are, everything else seems to not matter nearly as much. Yeah. And once that melts away, you you're open to have just the most incredible support systems and the most incredible relationships and just feel this sense of fulfillment that's unlike anything I've ever experienced 
And mm. so I, I it, it makes me sad when I think about me in those years because I was I was just so lonely and I didn't need to be because I was enough. Yeah. I didn't need the things I thought I needed. Right. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> it does. It does. It's a it's a classic case of misplaced identity. Yep. You know, and putting it in other things that aren't going to fulfill you and aren't going to nurture you and grow you is detrimental and it will lead you to to wondering uh who yeah. you are, what your worth is, all this stuff and finding it in other things whenever you know, if you found it within yourself and, and man, you could change the world and you could change the the lives of the people around you. Yes. When I was in college and stuff, like I wanted, I wanted the friends that put together the really fancy, like, I don't know if they did this where you went to school or where you were at 21, but they would put together the really fancy shot books when you turned 21. And did they ever do that? You know what I'm talking about? What is it? What is it? When you turn 21, I, I don't know if this is like a tradition in all places. I would imagine that it's other places, but they put together a scrapbook and each friend of yours does a different page. And then oh, when you shit. turn 21, um, whether it be all your 21st birthday or over that year, whenever you take a shot with a friend, you take a picture on your phone, print it, and you add it to the scrapbook page with them. Okay, I've never heard of this, but it's so cute. Yeah, and so that was this big thing that everybody did. They put together these really fancy shot books. And I only had – all these girls that I went to college with had 20, 30 friends. So they'd have these big scrapbooks full of pages of friends and all this stuff. And I had three or four really close friends. So my shot book was, like, tiny. Tiny. Um, And I I remember at the time – this like, I don't – I haven't thought about this in so long – at the time, my feelings were so hurt. I was like, I only have three or four friends who like me enough to make me a page for this scrapbook. Yeah. Rather than thinking and being grateful for, wow, I have three or four friends who took the time out of their day yeah. to create something like this for me. And, mm-hmm. and that's the girl I'm sad for because, I mean, how crappy would it make your friends feel that they did that for you and you were thinking about all the people who didn't instead of them who did. Yeah. Right. You know, and not only that, why was I fixated on this need for affirmation from a large group of people? I shouldn't have needed a, a shot book or a scrapbook at all. I should have been happy with who I am and realized, and I feel like that's where I am now. And that's why Monday made me cry is I woke up Monday I'd had this huge accomplishment this huge thing that I'd been working toward and I didn't expect anything because I was celebrating for myself and that's all I needed and so then that one set of flowers sent to my house sent me completely over the edge yeah because that's somebody really thinking about you and I didn't think about it that way when I was younger I love that it's like oh, yeah. nurturing the those the relationships around you. Mm-hmm. For I mean, quality versus quantity, right? I love that. So I want all of our friends, all of our listeners, to keep up with you and just keep learning more from you and all the things. So where can we hang out with you online? You can hang out with me online on Instagram and TikTok at Joe Johnson Overby. Uh, and you can hang out with me on YouTube 
the channel name's Joe Johnson Overby. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then my podcast comes out every Monday, and it is called Middle Ground Podcast. So you can find me over Love there. Um, and I think that's all the places. I think I'm on Pinterest, too. All, all those things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Everything under the same yeah. name, though, so that's easy. Yes. Yes, everything's under Joe Johnson Overby, so yes, shouldn't be too okay. hard. We have yeah. a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely! I'm I'm in that crew, and I always have so much fun hanging out with y'all and uh, watching TikToks and being on Instagram. So you do so much in pouring out and pouring out and pouring out, and we the best way that our community knows how to pour back in is to pray for you or encourage you. So how can we do that? I think the biggest thing right now is um, I'm I'm thinking about healthy baby come June. Yeah, that's Perfect. my number one thing right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I am just over halfway, 22 weeks, um, and I am just keeping all those thoughts for healthy baby, and that really is my biggest thing. Yeah, absolutely. We can definitely definitely do that. And then last thing, which I meant to talk about in the beginning, but I forgot until now. There's one thing that you and I have in common. (laughs) And well, there's probably more than one thing, but the one thing that is coming to mind is that we both kept our maiden last names. Yes. Okay. Technically, I actually dropped my maiden last name and moved my middle name to my last name. But regardless, I didn't take Justin's last name yet or probably will never. And both you and I have both received some opinions about that. Yes. Why do people care? They don't understand it. Like I was just talking to once again my mom about this this morning actually. Yeah. Um people they everybody does something one way and they struggle with somebody who wants to do it another way. And it's not, sometimes it's negative. Sometimes it comes from a place of, you know, negativity or hatefulness. But most of the time it just comes from a lack of understanding. And for me personally, I, I don't agree with changing of names. I think it's a really outdated thing. I think that hundreds of years ago, it had a lot of purpose in keeping women safe and making them part of a family unit. I, I think now it's very outdated and if people choose to do it, I think that's incredible and I encourage them. But I think if you don't want to, th- there's no sound reason. Women don't need their uh, husband's name to, you know, be uh, owning land or property, you know, <laughs> there's no, yeah, exactly now. And so exactly. I just, um, people really do. They struggle with it. They care so much. Yeah. Like, and it's, especially with us having a baby they're like well who's the baby's last name like who's gonna have and I'm like it's gonna be fine don't stress about it it'll be okay yeah um and people struggle because I have overby in my uh handles on social media yeah and I don't have his name in real life like I didn't legally change my name yeah I just have overby on my social media handles because Joe Johnson uh, Johnson's so common and J-O is only two letters. So there is no SEO benefit to being Joe Johnson because anytime you search Joe Johnson, it brings up John Johnson, Jocelyn Johnson, you know, anything oh, yeah. with Joanne Johnson. 
And so having Overby at the end, it's a more unique last name. So it helps me in SEO and um, that side of business. That is hilarious. That that uh, is- I know, but yes, that's why I have that there. And I don't want to explain that to people because they'll be like, really? Why don't you just change it? And I'm like, you know what? I like it how it is. <laughs> I know. And I'm always like, why do you care? Like it it blows my mind that you even care what my last name is. People care about the, the thing people have been really on us about is um, not sharing the gender. But aren't y'all waiting out to find out? Yeah, we're waiting to find out until baby's born. And people think we are out, not none of our family, everybody we know in real life has been very supportive. Yeah. Um, but online, people are like not having it. What? Are they acting like y'all are the first people to ever do that? I mean, I mean, truly, they just are mind boggled by it, which is funny because my best friend is pregnant also and she's not finding out. And a lot of our friends are doing it right now. Mm-mm. And people just cannot grasp it. They're like, well, you'll be less prepared. And I'm like, they didn't used to be able to find out gender. <laughs> right. Finding out the gender is a very new concept. And they're like, <laughs> what about the nursery? What about the clothes? And I'm like, you can still order clothes and have a nursery. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. People are pressed about the most random stuff. It's funny. And, and that's the thing is you have to just kind of laugh about it and realize it's because of however they see the world and there's nothing wrong with how they see the world and they don't have the perspective yet to understand there's nothing wrong with how you see the world either. Yeah, exactly. And that's okay. They'll get there or they won't and it doesn't matter. Right. Again, they can't speak into your life because they don't have the relational equity. That is exactly right. Golly. Well, oh, so funny. Well, thanks so much for hanging out, Joe. I can't wait to keep up with you, keep up with your sweet family and just continually being encouraged and empowered by you. Well, I really appreciate you having me. I'm so excited to have officially been a guest and yeah. I'm so glad that it was with you and I hope you have a great day. Thanks girl. You too. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.